0: On episode 62 of BRC and Friends, I sit down with the founders and owners of my favorite Southern California coffee joint, Obit and Dells, in Thai town, Hollywood. After my recent stint in Southern California, this became one of my offices because of its local vibe, great staff, and mm, that Filipino iced coffee. I sat down with Josh and Heather as we talked about the beginnings of Obit and Dells, building a culture where people thrive, being a black Filipino family, and my yearnings for a husky hot Filipino. You'll just have to listen to get more on that. It was a great conversation, and you'll love getting to know them both. Thanks for being here. Grab a beverage. You can only hope and wish it was a Philippine Wise coffee. Pull up a chair and enjoy listening to my conversation with Josh and Heather, founders and owners of Obit and Dells. My name is Bruce reyes Chow, and this is BRC and Friends. Each episode, my co-hosts and I chat with activists, artists, academics, and adventurers to discuss politics, faith, pop culture, technology, and as you will discover, pretty much everything that pops into our heads. This is basically an excuse for us to hang out with friends and colleagues and riff about things that matter. Welcome to BRC and Friends. And welcome to BRC and Friends. I'm so excited today. Those of you that have been following me over the last six months or so know that uh, when I go somewhere, I find a place that I love, and then I just blow it up everywhere and share everything. And so when I was in LA, uh, the, earlier in 2023, I was connected to this coffee shop and I'm always up for a good coffee shop. And somebody said, go to Obit and Dells and I went and immediately walked in and it was like, I love this place. And uh, it was connected to a community I was working with there and so i have been sharing it i think the mug went on vacation with me this past summer to the national parks and so for um uh, for today i asked if uh, josh and heather the founders owners would come on and talk a little bit about it and so here they are so i would love it uh, josh and heather if you would go ahead and go ahead and introduce yourselves to folks and either uh, josh why don't you go first
1: Okay, uh, I'm Josh. Um, yeah, we opened Open Dells three years ago. I've been a food and beverage person for 20 plus years, and grew up out here in LA. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. great. Know. Right. <laughs> so you're you're southern you're yeah. Southern California. That's your that's your uh, yeah. yeah yeah. So Cal. Awesome. awesome, awesome. But you do have some San Jose roots, though, right? Or connection? I do. I used to go every Christmas to Milpitas, to my mom's sister's place for like the first twelve years of my yeah. Life. For for those of you
0: that don't know, I'm I'm super Northern California, and I had to go to Southern California and spend a few months there before I, I I, I admitted that Southern California was not terrible. Like I have one of those
1: <laughs>
0: Northern California I- is super smug, and I'm like the food the food scene in Southern California. I have to admit is better. It just
1: it it it, it, go, it goes back and forth. Sometimes San Francisco has the better food and sometimes it's LA. It just depends where the chefs are. I at.
0: just I think overall though, and granted I'm in South San Jose. Not to those of you listening from South San Jose <laughs> it's not the best. And so being out there and getting everything everywhere all the time. To- oh my goodness. I, I I I do love it. Anyway. We'll talk, we can talk about food later, for you. Heather. Introduce Bruce, yourself. I won't.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, Bruce. I won't even chime in there because I might offend you both. Because I agree. I think <laughs> we have the best
0: food. Hey, I, I love it. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm fully like people said. You're gonna go to Southern California again. I'm like, the first thing is not for anything else, but yeah, yeah. the food though. I could. I could the, go food. the food. Yeah. And Obit and Dells. But anyway, introduce yourself. Heather,
2: what's oh, your yeah. story? Thank you. Um, I'm Heather from Obet and Dells as well. Um, I'm actually from the neighborhood that the coffee shop is in. So, um, East Hollywood, uh, Thai town at some point it became Thai town. So, um, I'm from this neighborhood. I've walked these streets as a child. Um, so by the way of South central California or LA as well. So, wow. Okay. I didn't
0: realize that you were right. Like that's, this is your home, like this neighborhood.
2: Yeah, so so you've seen
0: that building itself be a lot of things. I would think where you are,
2: I have. I've seen it be a lot of things, but I've also seen it be empty for a really, really, really long time. All
0: right. Well, we'll get to the Obit and Dell's origin story and a little bit of that in a minute. But uh, I always ask everybody kind of to begin uh, what has brought you joy recently, and it doesn't have to be like this is not a toxic. Kind of um, positivity podcast, but um, so, <laughs> you know, uh, but it, yeah, what what's like moved you or brought you joy or something re- most recently? Heather, go ahead.
2: Um, I I want to say the first thing that comes to mind is family. Um, I think work can be really stressful, so I've been kind of taking joy and being with family. Um. My cousin lives with us, so like being around her or Josh's parents popped up on us the other day and yesterday, I actually, yesterday and-, and I was actually really happy that they were here. So I think like little opportunities to just, just to kind of spend time with family, great, thank you, been kind of finding you. refuge in great,
1: thank you, Josh. What about you? What's brought you joy lately? Yeah, I mean, the first thing, honestly, was I was just gonna say sunset, like, oh, yeah, our baby really crazy and <laughs> funny and smart and just very interesting.
2: My bad mom. I didn't. That first. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was actually very impressed that you didn't go kid first. Like that, that actually that's awful. Like,
1: I, I was just happy you didn't. Cause <laughs> I was like, that's, I'm I
2: gonna say the same thing? Am I gonna say the same
1: thing? <laughs> Bad mom. Josh is like, oh no, I have to go second. Oh,
0: didn't take the kid. Awesome, yeah. all good. I'm good. Yeah. I was like, all right, she I'm didn't good. say it. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, well my so the the problem with like hosting these is like I've recorded a bunch of things, so I can't say the same thing every time. So I I just hope that there's always like five things that bring me joy every week. Uh, but yeah, so yeah. I let's see what's recently. So I mentioned a few things recently. You know what? I really brought me joy. I during pandemic seriously got into plants like house plant. You can see this is a terrible podcast, but th- <laughs> yeah. they can see plants all back in here. And that was one thing that I loved about, Obandels. but I like all the plants that you all see here are all propagated by me. I've, these are like second gen That's plants. Cool. Um, and that just watching. I'm not a gardener. I am not interested in owning a farm. I don't want to do that, but I just love the simplicity of growing house plants like they're so easy like it doesn't take a lot of work um yeah you know, like, i talk to my plants my spouse will not talk to my plants when i'm away uh, <laughs> our kids are all out of the house so that's where we are now we're like oh yeah. they're babies and she's like they're not your babies. Yes. <laughs> i
2: love that you propagate cool. them oh, that's yeah. Cool.
0: yeah it's it's a little ridiculous because my wife every once in a while will be out and about and we'll walk by plants, and I'm like, "Ooh, I like that one." She says, "Is there a point where we have too many plants?" And- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't think there is. I don't I I I don't think there is. But you know, apparently some people are limited in their imagination.
1: So um- well, I get it. We've- and yeah, you start seeing plants, you go, like, oh, "I want to grow it," and then you want to take care of it, and then it goes and goes and goes. Like even the shop- the shop plants, they're all like from the, some of them most of them are from day one so oh really
2: yeah
0: yeah well
1: then they start getting and big
0: j- and uh yeah, yeah. they go home yeah so. i want i That's want cool. my kids my kids have this dream of starting a bookstore and i said well can i have a pop-up plant place in it and they're like no you can't <laughs> <laughs> no. This, said,
2: is no. No. this is <laughs> our this <laughs> is our this
0: is gonna be our thing dad you don't get to, to bring your plants yeah, in
2: here. exactly
0: Anyway, all right, so um, your plants, I, I love everything about Obendels. Uh, you walk in, those of you that haven't been there, you need to go, it's in Thai Town, easy to find. The color scheme, the vibe, the local, like when I review things on Yelp, I'm always like, is does it feel local? Does it have a good vibe? Is the uh, is there enough places to sit? Is there Wi-Fi? And is and then and then I'm always kind of at the end. And the food and the coffee are also good. So um, <laughs> so you all it's like the the trifecta of I'm I'm as I've shared with you before I'm I'm a super ube latte snob like it has to be and you all are definitely in my top three. You're probably one or two. It goes back and forth. You and Haiko Coffee in uh, in Hawaii. Um, okay. And then there's, I I just, uh, yeah. and then I found another one called 18 Grams in El Grove, but I put them at three. So um, you all are that number one because I don't go to Hawaii all that often. Uh, <laughs> so tell me, so I, I fell in love with it. Tell me about its origin. It's like, how did this come about? And however you
1: tell that story, go for it. You go for it. Okay. Uh, I mean, honestly, we, we wanted a ube latte, or I did. Yeah. Too. And we tried it all the different ways. We did the halaya, which I had a great one in the Philippines. And that's what I was really trying to mimic. In the Philippines, there's this place that does it in a bottle, fresh. Like they have like hot halaya and it's like warmer. And then they. For those of you, for those in. that don't know what halaya is. Oh, yeah. It's like a. Cook down ube with sugar, and that's basically all it is. It's like an ube jam or ube caramel that you
0: mm. oh, that sounds so cook good.
1: down. You cook ube down with sugar and that's so you get this really great ube tasting thing. But in the Philippines they did it warm. They just sugar with cold milk. And then they would put it in the like I think they would make it like right there, like super iced milk. Ube, and then they shake it, and then they hand it to you. So good. And it was so good. <laughs> and we we're like, oh, add coffee to this. It would be amazing. And then we we're doing it. We we're making it. And you can't really make it without having this, like, warming kalaya on the side. You know, like, it can't just yeah. be, like, straight from the jar. It had to be warm. You had to introduce some milk. So it was, like, something hard to do with coffee consistently. And, and
2: also not having, uh, like, access to real ube yeah so you know like that the actual- yeah
1: in the philippines it was like fresh ube that they're using yeah so right. it was like we, we don't have that we tried a lot of different iterations we did the you know usual suspects we even tried like a ube condensed oat milk that you can buy in a can and it was good but like you're like it's not i've had this before yeah Or right. like everyone's doing this it's the same so then we came up with our recipe doing it dry fresh ube or not fresh, dried. Like
2: dehydrated. Dehydrated
1: ube. It got the texture. We came up with an oat milk that went with it really well.
2: Um, we started, so I think for us, it's really important to kind of like get the flavor we want, but um, also use simple ingredients. We didn't want to um, use halaya that maybe had sweeteners that we didn't really yeah, buy like. Yeah, like we weren't sure if it
1: was a processed sugar or.
2: Yeah, we're, we kind of like to simplify that kind of stuff. So we're like, okay, we'll just go with dehydrated ube and we'll sweeten it to taste hmm. for us. So we decided to kind of come up with our own kind of like concoction of um, sweeteners, which is really our oat condensed milk. And then it was just so good and so caramelly that we ended up making that kind of our signature. And using it in all of our um, like our specials, like our signature drinks. So mm. others beyond just like the the Filipino iced coffee. Yeah. And then we thought about it. And we're like, you know what? There's a Vietnamese iced coffee. There's a yeah. Thai iced coffee. Like, let's show some pride and like make yeah. a Filipino. That, that iced was like coffee, the big you know? thing. Like, we're like,
1: we even thought about it. We're like, oh, we're gonna get backlash. We're gonna yeah. we were like, you can't call it Filipino iced coffee. There's no such thing as Filipino iced coffee. Then one of my cousins who lives in Hollywood too, he was like, he came and he was like, no, but the Filipino iced coffee was invented here in Hollywood. Yeah, that's
2: that's cool. That's cool.
0: I I will say the funniest thing to hear people, your bruce's every once in a while just yell out, "Hot Filipino." It just always (laughs) makes me laugh. And I'm like, here. And they're like, yeah, we've never heard that
2: before. I'm laughing because Josh does the exact same thing. He'll be like, yes. Yes. I I
1: mean, you might as well just call out the Josh. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly.
0: If you could make a husky hot Filipino, I would be all over that. That would be... There would be like husky boy hot Filipino <laughs> coffee yep there you go that's me so how did um, uh I mean I I I again I love that drink um I think one day I had three of them which is probably not good for me but it was <laughs> oh, so lovely. yeah yeah um uh, but you're not the only how did how did Obit and Dell start like did you all like I don't know your your history or anything but what When you all met, did you like, hey, let's start a cafe? Or, I mean, how did this all even come
1: to be? It's actually a cool story. I mean, we're in food and beverage. That's where we met. We met working at the Olive Bowl, doing a lot, like working really hard over there. And we work for restaurant groups. And, you know, like we've always been in food and beverage. So this was kind of like a... It's funny. I don't know. We never even thought about it when we got together. We were just we were in food and beverage, burned ourselves out doing it. Yeah. Like working for other people, making them Mm -hmm. millions of dollars.
2: I think once we finally got together, we realized that our lifestyles were kind of unsustainable. um, And it wasn't something that we wanted to do moving forward. You know, we didn't want to have that schedule, have that stress. Have that lifestyle, be working super late at night, early in the morning, and um, kind of just like cracking our backs for other people. Right. And we were like, how can we do something for ourselves that like, gives us somewhat of a balanced lifestyle? But before um, that,
1: even we quit. We like burned ourselves out so much, we quit, and then we mm-hmm. traveled yes. for like three months. We're like, we've been working all this time for all these years not spending our money let's go tra- we travel for like three months yeah we did and then that's when we were like when we come back we'll either start something yeah like a food and beverage biz- type business or we go back to work for somebody you know it was right. like you know
2: and i was like and i don't want to go back to work for it <laughs> i was doing like backstage catering like 1 a.m events after concerts uh. like
1: yeah, she. I would do the well, the, the concert, pre-concert, during concert stuff. Like we did, I did all the concessions over there, and she would do the after stuff. It was oh. like the after party and like, and like all the big events, and it was like. And the Hollywood Bowl is a crazy beast because it's like a, it only happens in the summer or it used to only happen in the summer. So it was like, a month, two months of constant shows every day, day, Just day, Working day, day, around day. the clock. and you're like making millions of dollars a day. You know, it's like. that. Yeah. We're going yeah. through so much food. It was insane. It was just like a lot of work, but it was one of the best teams I ever worked with over there at that time. Right. It was like Patina had the best team that ran the Hollywood Bowl.
0: Right. So you but all started, so like, you all decided to start your own thing, which has its own yeah. good and bad, right? I mean, now you're responsible for everything. So how did you decide cafe? I mean, there's tons of cafes, right? There's coffee places. Like, yeah.
1: How did you all decide that's the thing? It was the traveling. So we were, when we were traveling, the first thing we did at any place, any country we were in, was get coffee. It didn't matter what country it was. It was like yeah. Thailand, Europe. Coffee was the first thing, and I think that was kind of our like, hey, when we go back, we should do a cop-. like. We were like taking little things from different coffee shops, like that would be cool to have in a shop. There's even like a little French spot that wasn't even a coffee shop. It was a it was a bar, but we needed coffee in the morning, and it was next to our hotel. We run in, we're like espresso, cappuccino, and we're gonna go. And the guy was like. We're about to just, like, take it and run. And he's like, no, 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 no. You need to sit down at the bar. That's not, that's not how we do it <laughs> here. Yeah, enjoy your coffee for at least five, ten minutes. And then, you like, you know, like, then you can go do whatever you need to do.
2: He's like, what are you going to do carrying this around? Yeah. Just, like, <laughs> sit down for a second. So we're like, he's pr- okay. He's probably like, cool. you're,
0: you're Americans.
2: You're
1: Americans? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Exactly. <laughs>
1: But that's when the idea of the bar came up. So when we we're like, oh, if we open a coffee shop, we should have a bar where it's not really strictly for espresso. But like this is where you grab your quick espresso, but you hang out with the barista and uh, you know take 10 minutes of the day and then you did start your day. And that was like, so we have a bar in the shop because of that idea. And then just like little coffee shops we went to, we, this would be cool video like that. This is how it should feel when you come to a coffee shop like this place. Yeah.
2: The more we travel, the more we enjoy finding a coffee shop, talking to the people who work there and like we realize wherever you go, that's like the one common place. You're going to find the same kind of exchange, um, the same kind of like community. And we just kind of like enjoy, you know, like let's bring that. Let's
1: bring that to L.A. if we can. You yeah,
2: know. or to our area because our oh, go ahead.
0: Yeah, so so tell me so tell me about the name, and then I want to know I know that we've chatted a little bit about you kind of have a philosophy of how you want your staff to be together, how you want things to go like that. It's not just about you don't want to become the people that people are working for, trying to just work for other people, like you, it feels like you're trying to create community in all realms of it. So, first. Tell me about the name and then tell me about the culture that you're trying to create there.
2: So, uh,
1: so the name is my parents' na- nicknames, um, like all their friends call them Dells, but it's Robert and Delia. And uh, <clears throat> my dad just had the logo. Like he designed it like in the 70s, just as his, you know, oh, what? my dad was always, always drawing. Doodling. Yeah, he's always drawing doodling stuff. So the original logo that's above the uh, the front door, like the, just the single, the, the font, my dad literally made that by hand for him and my mom. And it was just like, a, you know, just like my dad's weird. Like, he'll put it up, and, you know, bring it to his friend's house, like, this open Oben Like, if they had a party at their house, it would be by the door. It would be by the door and, <laughs> in a frame. Like, <laughs> like, you know, that awesome. and then, like, well,
0: all the that, I was going to say, that is awesome because it super gives off that 70s vibe. Like, it is yeah. totally. Yeah. Through- and I thought, I was like, they got a great designer. I mean, all I. As I was thinking about whoever they hired to do their branding and design is amazing. And
1: look at that. I mean, and then Heather does most of the branding and then my cousin, the logo with all the colors, my cousin, who is a designer, like high end designer does logos Yeah, made it more modern, kind of that more feel, you know, adding the colors, the layers, but the no, font, I, the original I, font, I, my dad is your dad. I mean,
0: the, the colors are awesome. I know that you got a little fight because it is the Golden State Warriors colors. Um, So. <laughs> kind it's of. Like,
1: it is. The, it the, is. The, it's more have, than the Lakers. The <laughs> we have the clay, so it's not really, but. Oh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I was sitting the, around and, I when I,
0: when I was it, there the during play the playoffs when, play. playoffs. when I was down in the playoffs, there were a couple of like, why do they have golden state colors? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You better, yeah, you better guy. add some, you better <laughs> hi, you <laughs> <have> <laughs> put some, some purple streak in there somewhere. Cause otherwise oh we God. have the nice copy. So that'll be our purple. That'll, yeah, that'll be it. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, tell me about yeah. the philosophy but, of the, of the place. Yeah.
2: Um, one thing to mention about oh, yeah. the logo though, is the original, <laughs> the T, the one that his dad made, the T was actually a cross.
1: Oh um, so my dad's always been you know very religious. Yeah, the was a cross. Like I know he did it on purpose, but yeah. he'll never admit it. Yeah. But when my cousin redesigned it, he kind of
2: wiggled <laughs> it down just a, a little li-
1: just a little bit. Cause I've been to some cafes and I walk in and I'm like,
0: oh good Lord, a church runs this one. And and not one that I actually <laughs> yeah. and not one that I'm like, oh cool, it's a great church. It's always like mm. <laughs> I don't think I want. We I don't think I want to give
1: you my money. Yeah, <laughs> we went to a church cafe in San Jose actually. The last night we were out there, uh, it, it was really good. What was that church cafe? Good. I won't it's talk okay. bad about it's
2: it. Like, yeah, it's in a giant like.
1: <laughs> it's in like a parking San lot. Like so, her friends they own a bike shop in San Jose. Uh huh. And we were up there because uh, my my sister's kid, my niece, was doing some like school program for a week, like. They do a cool thing where, like, they let the kids go to the school and see if they like it before they it. go to the school. Yep. Like, she's only, like, a sophomore or junior in high school. So she's, like, it was a week of, like, seeing what it's like in the school. But anyways, her friend had a bike shop in San Jose. So we're, like, hey, let's get Sunset's first bike from your friend. who runs a bike shop. And then we went to get coffee right before or after. And it was, like, a church somewhere in San Jose huh. with a coffee shop. Like next to it. Okay. But it's all run by the church. And it was actually a really good copy. The coffee was Yeah, yeah. but were they playing they, were, they they play, play,
0: play. were they playing really bad Christian music in the background or was there were they doing sometimes like that's my giveaway. <laughs> I walk I walk in there and I'm like, oh, good lord, like this is not yeah. good music.
2: You know, actually I don't think we were. Uh, yeah. And if, been, if they were spart- not it. So it wasn't yeah.
1: I was actually surprised because I went in there with those notions like, all right, like, like I just put coffee in our phone and found something that looked good. And then when I got there, I was like, oh, no,
0: oh no, but
1: we're we're, like coffee right now. Well, that's yeah, that's very big. That's being very
0: that's being very open of you. I probably would have looked in and went
1: like, no, I'm I'm shifting. I'm yeah, on. <laughs> we almost did. But we were like, honestly, because we were like, I mean, we were also driving back to L.A. right after. So we were just like. I need coffee before we hit the road. Let's just go here. Yeah. And it was
2: fun. Yeah.
1: Okay. It it ended up.
0: (laughs) Well, okay. So, uh, tell me about the culture. Like you're trying to create something, not just for when I walk in as a customer that it feels like a vibe, but I know your employees and you kind of want the whole experience to be different.
2: What's that about? That, I mean, it's, I kind of say it in a simple way. We just want our employees to be happy. We don't oh. want anyone to be miserable working for us, so we treat wants So we treat them like they're human, and we ask for the same respect. Mm. Um, we're small business owners. I think that people see it as a big operation, and it's not right. So we just have to constantly remind them that hey, it's just us too. So um, treat us how you want us to treat you. But also, I think so. The biggest thing is we, you know, we've both come from and like we've worked in places that you know we quickly realized we didn't want to be. And for us, we're like we always say, we'll tell them we want you to be able to stay with us as long as you want to. Um, without anything affecting your experience that is unnecessary. So whatever we have to do to kind of, like, protect them, make them feel safe, make them feel like they're in a productive work environment then we're, we're all ears. Um, and I won't say, that, like, you know, and I guess that's the culture, right? The culture is, like, transparency. Like, let's just be transparent. What do you need? Even if it's like today, we we have these one on ones every month where we like sit down with each team team member and we just chop it up. We just have conversation. Um, And in those conversations, small things come up. Um, And, you know, one of our team members, she's new. She was like, can I be nitpicky? Sure, you can. Like, (laughs) let's do it. What do you need? Can I have a new broom? Because that broom <laughs> is so crattered, and it makes it just a little bit harder to clean at the end of the day. Cause I want to get those corners. We can right. get you a new broom. I'm on Amazon right now getting you a new <laughs> broom, you know? Like, so I think like little things like that are just like little opportunities for them to talk to us. Um, it makes it feel better. Right.
1: Yeah. And it's just, you get a, you get better service. So we're about service. We're really. All about service. Really. It's about service yeah. at our shop, coffee, like it's like kind of like your rating where you're like, "What's the vibe? What it has it feel? How's the co-? then it's how's the coffee?" But like, coffee quality is part of the service. But when you treat your staff well, they treat the customer well, and yep. it just reciprocates. And it's just it's not just a workplace; it's just like a universal thing. And part of our training too is uh, the word salbona which is the uh, it means I see you. It's a yeah, it's a word for hello, an African word for hello, and it's I see you, you exist, and that comes down. That's like the the core, the core of our service is you just saying hello to someone, making them feel like they exist, because yeah, that's. Well, that's it, what it's it, about. You
0: know? It it comes through. I mean, I developed in my short time there a relationship with like two or three of your baristas who remembered me when I came <laughs> in, and we chit chatted about their next life stuff. I mean, it was you know, I think it was <laughs> it definitely kind of uh, plays out. So that that's great. Um, so let's let's move on to some other stuff again. Everybody, go there, buy stuff, drink, all that kind of thing. I was <laughs> one of the, one, of the, one of the fun things about it was sitting there and there must like you're that area is certainly gentrifying a little bit and there's a little bit of kind of you can feel that tension starting to happen but um the folks that gather like i sat and there were like four or five writers sitting around me like people yeah all the bit and like i was just fascinated at getting that local not polished version of what it's like to live in la that was um you know there were a couple of actors and i was online and people are like, do you know who they are? And I'm like, no, not at all, but they're working and they seem like they're fine. (laughs) It's not, it's all like, they're doing all the things like, yeah, it was great. But anyway, love the vibe. Um, It's great. So um, it is, uh, this is going to post, this is, people listening to this mid-October-ish, it's Philippine American Instrument. And so one of the things I'm asking all of my guests, I want to talk. Uh, Josh, ask you this question, and then want to talk to you both about uh, Filipinoness in your in your relationship and family. But Josh, I'm asking everybody the question about: um, Have you ever felt like you weren't Filipino enough, or have you ever had that that interaction with people, or how do you how would you answer somebody if they came to you and said, you know, I'm I don't feel very. I don't feel Filipino enough if they're Filipino, like, or if you're. If it's the first time I'm, you're hearing that. What does that respond to you? Um, but has that ever been part of your growing up as, as a Filipino?
1: Um, I probably have heard it before. I've never felt like I'm not Filipino enough, hmm. even though I really. I don't even speak Tagalog. I was to say
2: we're in the. <laughs> yeah.
1: I guess I, when I go to the Philippines, that's when I really feel like okay, I'm not Filipino enough. He
2: doesn't get any discounts.
1: No, like I, have a, my, I have a Chinese. No, 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 no. I have a Chinese friend who went out there and lived out there for like ten years, speaks fluent. This dude is the one who's like getting the discounts. He's like, yeah, yeah uh, let me talk to him real quick. And then, yep. next thing you know, it's like half price. You know?
0: <laughs> I have I have a friend but, who's so- white,
1: who was born
0: there. And so if you were to just not see either of, not oh, okay. see him, and you just talk to him in English or whatever, you'd be like, oh, he's from the Philippines. But he, he is, yeah, but he's <laughs> white. But we walk somewhere, and they all look at me, and I'm like, I got nothing. <laughs> and then he just has to talk. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, oh, okay, yeah. Well, it's interesting, because language just always seems to be... One of the things that people like, well, proof text your Filipinoness is
1: right. right do you speak?
2: Like, yeah, like okay.
1: what, what, what words do you know in Tagalog? And yeah, unfortunately, I I, I lost so much of it because I don't. I'm not around it enough. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I ever really felt not Filipino enough. Okay, oh, because well, I don't know. I guess you know, growing up out here, you know, you're you're already different. So yeah, <laughs> that's right. Know.
0: I would have been having conversations about how we're already different enough. And then sometimes we make each other feel different. Like at, we like div- create these division and every culture has them for sure. But it's like, how do we, mm-hmm. um, but let me ask you, uh, Heather, what's, what is it like to be it? Should, I don't know what your connection to the Philippines are or Filipino folks, but culture, like my no, no, wife, no, no. super overwhelming. Like I have a big family she comes from a small family. Like it was like, we joke now we've been married almost 33 years. So it's now it's fine. But she used to take naps when we went and visited my family. Cause we were so overwhelming that she would just get tired. Like in an hour in, she'd be taking a nap on the couch almost every time. Um, Cause we're, we're a lot, uh, but um, <laughs> what, what has been your, your, like how has the Filipino impacted your relationship, your family, all that kind of thing.
2: And honestly I don't know if this is like Filipinoness or if it's just like like um
0: his family. Well, I
2: guess it's just, or Josh's family dynamic, but um he has like a super um forward like strong family dynamic. There's a lot of strong figures in his family. And um I think growing up my family has always been like a little bit more like I almost want to use the word flimsy. They're really, they're very hard at each other when they're mad. They won't talk. Like my mom and her sisters will just like, they'll just frown at each other until they just crack, you know, like they just, you know, they, they there's really a lack of communication. So for them, it's like, no matter what the issues are, every prob family has issues. Right. But for them, they're such a, they have like still such a strong bond. So I think it's been very like fulfilling to be a part of his family or to mm. be a part of this family, you know, yeah. it gives me another lens on what family means. Um, but I also like even before um, we were together, some of my best friends are Filipinos. So my old roommates and like really close friends. So I kind of like, already saw that. And I, I think, you know, it's just like, culturally, I I really I have like really a soft spot
0: hmm.
2: for um, for that. For I was la- I was
0: laughing when you said his parents just dropped in because that like for for Robin, my my wife, and for yeah. I have one of my sisters who's married to a white. We're both married to white folks, so I think there's also other dynamics. But they're like, does your family just <laughs> drop in? Like, do they just drop? Like, you guys just randomly drop in on each other? Like, yeah, you don't do that. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm so used to it now though and I have learned to like love it in the beginning yeah. I'd be like oh my god what do I do We're, like scurry <laughs> and then now I'm just like okay oh, cool yeah. where do we meet him you yeah no it's so,
0: <laughs> I, you <laughs> know I don't I don't I don't know if that's like I, I think that's like a a general Filipino thing of just like no we just hang <laughs> out we just you just you know like you yeah, throw like up the garage here. door and <laughs> you <just> hang out <laughs> And we're all like, we're all going to have dinner. Yeah, we're all just going to dinner now. Yeah, yeah. that my. It's funny. My wife again. We married a long time, and so she's in. Like my mom would choose my wife over me at this point. Um, but as my <laughs> my, my <laughs> one of my siblings, my, my siblings have like married people who are not Filipino, and they've you know have tried to or dated or whatever, and they've come to my, Robin as like hoping she would be an ally, and she's like, oh no 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 no. <laughs> No, 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 no. You're on your own if you're gonna take this family on. Um like I'm I'm in already. You're on your own. So yeah. um <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, mean, I it's <laughs> pretty much.
2: for themselves. No, me, me and um Josh's brother's wife and his sister. We band together. I yeah. think the yeah, <laughs> yeah. You guys
1: are on your
0: own. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's really- well, it'll be interesting to see, like, my kids, I have three kids, and they they identify with their Filipino side much more with their white side. Um, and every once in a while, my wife like, you know, you're part white, too. And they're like, yes, we know. Um, but, oh you know, my my- <laughs> <laughs> the Filipino side is so strong in our family, that it's, like, overwhelming. It'll be interesting. You have a different mix, like, how that, how your kid is going to identify and where they're going to. Kind of blend and, and everything. Have you seen any of that yeah. sort of uh, pop up for
1: her? Um, I
2: don't, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, she's
1: still very both. She's like, yeah. very both. Yeah,
2: she's, she's like right like, in the
1: middle. Everything is still, it's not segregated for her. So she's just yeah, like, yeah. oh, there's my people. Oh, there's yeah. my people too. There's my we
2: people do too. Notice. For... Yeah, yeah, she yeah. has these like dolls that she plays with. She's really big into like soft dolls. Um, there's this when Josh was out of town. He was actually up in the Bay in San Rafael for some coffee stuff, and we were at Target, and he she picked up this Asian male doll, and she goes, "Dada." And oh. even now, like it's been like a year later, she still associates this doll with like being like dad, and then she'll pick up darker dolls, like her black dolls, and she'll be like, "Mama." Like she she so she she sees like that they look like us, but right. I think. Culturally, she's very much uh, on both sides. She has like really big influence on the Filipino side, and then she also has really big influence, especially like having black mom on the black side too. and And her and her nanny is black. Yeah,
1: and her nanny's black, so like she sees it all the time. And then she doesn't. It's like she doesn't go this way. That it'll be. It'll it'll, be.
0: That will be interesting to watch
1: see which way yeah uh. Yeah,
2: it's really important for us that she um and it's it's funny because i feel like we use the same kind of like mindset for the shop like we don't want people to see it as you know like some people see it as like just a black-owned business and then some people right. see it just as just a filipino-owned business and that's fine right. we say like even for her you're 100 percent right. filipino don't out- let anyone tell you that you're half anything yeah and yeah, you're 100 yeah. percent black well rep both 100 percent, you know mm-hmm. yep yep
0: no that's awesome that's awesome um yeah. that's sweet i love it we've already been on almost for 40 minutes can you believe that um oh, yeah. so yeah. so let me, i'm gonna i'm gonna wind us down again everybody make sure you go visit there whenever you know i've actually told friends when they're like we're in southern california I'm like you gotta go to Dell's like well that's like an hour away from where we are and i still tell them <laughs> it's worth it go uh but Uh, So we're going to close this section out. So I always ask every guest when they're on three questions. What are you reading? What are you watching? What are you listening to? You can answer one or all of them and it can be whatever. Um, So if if either of you have anything, just bursting out. Listening to, watching, uh, or reading, anything.
2: You go ahead.
1: Man, unfortunately, I'm not reading anything except for maybe magazines.
2: (laughs) Even if it's digital. Yeah,
1: I do. I watch a lot of skateboarding. Honestly, that's like when I have free time and I like get home and I can like decompress. It's either news and it's usually like satire news or skateboarding. Yeah,
2: I know <laughs> some what kind of
1: news skateboarding. I know
2: what you're reading. All he reads about is hydrogen and electric cars all day. Maybe
0: yeah,
1: a lot of that right now.
0: I have and I like, have an electric car. I we have an electric car and we <laughs> love it. Love it. Yeah, we we just had to have the battery. Re- <laughs> we have a bolt. We had to have the battery replaced, and I had a so I had a gas car
1: for two oh, weeks. I was cool. like, "How yeah. this is terrible." Yeah, whenever we switch back to ca- gas cars, like yeah, we have to like get the car fixed. we are like, why would you use gas? It doesn't make any <laughs> sense
2: yeah it's so crazy
1: electric electric odors we are
0: we could be a little smug about it my kids every once in a while yes dad we know you haven't pat you haven't popped gas in six months yes we know
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's so that, funny that's awesome.
0: what, what about you listening to reading watching um uh,
2: i am listening i am reading i feel like i'm reading a lot of toddler books right now a lot of kids <laughs> books and this sort of thing. Um,
1: Health stuff, a lot of health.
2: A lot of health stuff. Um, Listening to, what am I listening to?
1: A a lot
2: of, am I? No, I'm listening to a lot of music. We've been creating playlists for the shop. So a lot of music, new music. And what was the third?
1: Coffee stuff, (laughs) you do a lot of coffee roasting. I read a
2: lot about tea uh a lot about tea. oh she's in a tea class yeah right? uh, yeah yeah tea and all the fun stuff tea and coffee and
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> so you like you all stuff. are all in you're all you're all in you're all
2: in yeah, <laughs> yeah we're all in we're all in yeah
0: like- i was just uh, i'm a big i do orange theory so i'm part of that cult and uh oh, there yeah. was a a, a playlist. And the coach was laughing. He's like, oh, this is called, it was an R&B, like a hip hop playlist. And they're like, it's called Your Parents Party. And I was like, oh God, those were all my... (laughs) It's like the oldies. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it was, I'm like, those are not that old, but they were. Yeah, right. That's what it is. Uh, When am I not? So right now, I love this game when I play it for myself because I have multiple things I can't repeat. But I just started listening to a book. So I, my listening and reading is the same. So I listen to all of my books now. Yeah. Um so I'm listening so to Yellow easier. Face. Yeah, I'm listening to a book called Yellow Face right now, which is huge right now. So good. But it I'm at the point in the book where it's gonna start getting like the conflict is coming in. And so I'm not sure I wanna keep listening because I know it's gonna get bad before oh. it gets good again. And I I there's part of me that's like, I don't wanna know. It's I don't want to uh it's fiction. Yeah. Really good. Okay. It's a, uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I won't, I can't give away, but it's ridged. It's, it's kind of everywhere now, but it's called <laughs> yellow face. Um, and yeah, just excellent, excellently done. Great book to listen to the the narrator is, is does a really good job. All right. Well, thank you all. Thank you uh, Josh and Heather for being on. I'm so glad that we had this chance. Um, um, thanks for thinking. Yeah. 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 You're very welcome. And the next time in LA, I will definitely be there and you'll, you'll probably, See my Obadell's mug before you see me, unfortunately, but uh, <laughs> um,
2: which I love, by the way. Yeah. Thank you for sending us those photos.
0: Oh yeah, no, I, I gone when uh, my family and I, so I was gonna say, we went on this national parks trip, and so I was just like, like the backgrounds were perfect. About I, I, I was also like, oh great, like I'm not an influencer, so it's not as if I'm do anything, but I just I loved it. The white sands with the oh my gosh.
2: Oh, that was
0: uh, amazing. Pretty. Yeah. Uh, anyway, all right, you all, thank you for being here. Thank you both who are listening to uh, the show. So glad you, you're you listening again. Do all the things, you know, go to the place where you put podcasts in your ears and subscribe, rate, review, share this, all those kind of things. And uh, we'll see you next time on BRC and Friends. BRC and Friends was hosted and produced by Bruce reyes Chow, Co-hosts were Jorge Bautista, Mickey Scott Bay-Jones, Amy Kim Caramas-Parks, and Laura Monaco-Heifetz, and the theme music was composed and recorded by Marissa magdal Feel free to connect with any of us via the show notes. And lastly, please don't make me beg, take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe to BRC and Friends wherever you listen to podcasts. Until the next episode, thanks for listening to BRC and Friends.